0: Welcome to our podcast, Married with Issues. Right?
1: That's the name.
0: My name is Marissa Brink, and this is my husband.
1: BJ Brink, or Gilbert Brink, depending on how you know me.
0: Or Dad, wipe my butt. Yeah,
1: that's, that's, that's the one. That's your other name. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we have a great episode for you tonight. Sorry. My voice... <laughs> you have a
1: natural, like, you go I have a, a soft natural voice.
0: soft voice. You and do. speaking, and I mean, not that I can't speak loudly, but when I'm relaxed in my home talking, I just tend to go lower. Anyway.
1: And you even did it there. You're like, and I can dig a lower. <laughs> <laughs> like, your voice is, it definitely <clears throat> goes to this soft.
0: I know, I need a microphone like right in front of my face Or
1: you could just try to continue to keep your voice at a higher level Because you're recording something And you, you go into a comfortable voice, everybody does it But your comfortable voice is very low
0: Yeah, unfortunately It
1: is I mean, we'll live with it, we'll figure it out
0: Anyway Tonight's episode will be great because it's conceived by me And it's called Our Latest Fight
1: yeah, that's what it's called, because people want to hear all the drama.
0: <laughs> it's, like,
1: it's like a reality TV show, right?
0: Yes. People it's...
1: love the drama.
0: Hmm. Hmm. What do they fight about?
1: Wait till they see this clip where it says our latest fight. <laughs> Maybe they'll think it's like a joke. Like, they're not really doing that.
0: <laughs>
1: like, they are. <laughs> this was my wife's idea. This was my wife's idea. This could end horribly well.
0: However, my husband did pick this out of my list of show ideas. And I'm
1: going to be you here and go, nobody wants to hear how he came to that. <laughs> nobody wants to know how he did it.
0: All right.
1: Yeah, there you go. Now you be me. Going to a hokey exactly. voice.
0: Here I go. Ben Corning. Think
1: about how you're going to clip your voice later and make <sighs> a little promo out of it.
0: Yes, yes. With lots of whirling doodads and such
1: got to promote
0: things as one does anyway so the fight we are going to talk about right now is our last big fight i'm going to let you go first babe
1: in what way um in which what in which fight was
0: it is what you mean no just say like your kind
1: of like... We have to say what it was.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, and she so it, it was a
1: fight that kind of... It was like a an amalgamation of a number of things it felt like. And the more we fought, the more of it came out, which was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the fight was mainly about how you felt about A lot of the comedy material I was doing and how, and not even so much the material, but how, how I was existing in that universe.
0: That's a really good way of putting it.
1: Well, because there was things that changed. There was things I normally wouldn't have done. Um so it it was it was a big thing. It wasn't just like one thing, so it was like the fight was a fight, but it was like all this stuff came out
0: mm-hmm.
1: so I you know, I mean, this is your show that you produced, mm-hmm. so you get a little bit more into it. I feel like I'm more of the responder here than the presenter.
0: well, no, you're not because the it kind of like i I think that what's interesting about the fight I want you to talk about it like how it. Was from your perspective. So oh, you just, it was great. <laughs> no, no, no. Like you said, we were having these fights. You were feeling, you know, yeah, ways oh, about okay. different interactions. So, like,
1: so I felt generally that we had gotten to a point where I don't know. I didn't feel supported, um, so I kind of that affected the way. I approached doing comedy. So I, I kind of felt not that supported by you in some ways. And what happened was, is then you kind of felt like I was leaving you out of that at times, or I was not really including you in part of that part of my life. Um, and, you know, there was like, there's just a lot of stuff that came from it. So it's very hard to like, <laughs> Unravel all of it But I think most of all It was like The idea that We experienced it In a very different way And we didn't communicate mm-hmm. We didn't really communicate There was things that like Bothered you That you didn't necessarily tell me
0: Yeah, no and it, So I feel like We have to be more explicit So like
1: Alright, this bitch <laughs> <laughs> No
0: But I mean I feel like it's not It's not really clear So we Had these we were having these, like, negative interactions and negative interactions. And what eventually came to it is was all the issues under the surface, which for you was feeling unsupportive and resenting that. And for me, feeling like you were making jokes that were like offensive to me personally and also like amplifying the voices of of other comedians who were like
1: good thing none of my old comedian friends like <laughs> <laughs> it's funny cuz they all wanted to know why Jesus not that? I you know like, what
0: I, I if they
1: listened they would know
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no that's not the only reason but but it played a role
0: yeah like mm-hmm. For me personally, you know, like the the last time that I ever went to one of his open mics was when I went in and like as soon as I came in, there was a comedian on stage saying, all bisexuals are liars, you know? Yeah. And it was like incredibly offensive um, to me personally. And...
1: And just to be clear... I don't necessarily book any of these people. An open mic, if people don't know, is you come and you essentially get to talk. It's true, but
0: you started becoming like very, very friendly with this group. Some people, yeah, but not everybody.
1: But I did. But the same people were coming. Didn't didn't confront. Whereas I started off and I probably confronted it a little bit more, and I got less and less um, confrontational and became more welcoming. Not like I was baking them cookies but um it was stuff i would never want anybody who really knew me to think that i'd be associated with um
0: so anyway i had a lot of feelings about this but i didn't really tell you that i don't think at all because, no not really because i, I mean, didn't we talked
1: about some of the comedy yeah and it was like oh that was that was in bad taste or or whatever but
0: but i just stopped going mm-hmm. and and it's funny because the reason why i didn't say anything was because i didn't want to be unsupportive and i didn't want to seem unsupportive and ironically
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: well this is like a it's like the golden rule of relationships
0: mm.
1: when you don't talk about something mm. that's where the problem starts yeah, it's and that's what it all came back to. Is I thought one way, and I felt one way, and you felt one way, but neither person was saying, "Hey, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I feel a certain way." Um, we kind of just went about it, and it it started to cause some some real friction, um, and it's weird because you know most people think. <clears throat> When you have a a, a big fight or there's something in your relationship that's off, that it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. Like, you know about it, right? Like, somebody's jealous or, uh, you know, you fight over money or whatever. Mm -hmm. But this was a really, really beneath-the-surface thing on both ends Mm -hmm. that I think neither one of us really fully understood until... It It came to a head. Yeah, but just to be clear, I didn't stop doing the open mic because of that conversation. I had chosen to to stop doing it because of the way I felt.
0: Yeah, that conversation actually happens after that that happened two weeks
1: afterwards. (laughs) So the funny thing was is that I I too felt a lot of the ways you felt, but I really enjoyed the being center of attention enjoyed the camaraderie enjoyed feeling like I was building something mm-hmm. so my ego you know really embraced everything uh, because what was important was people were coming oh one time there'd be 20 people there and then I booked a show and but week after week I became less interested in doing it less excited about it I was having less fun I was dreading writing for it. Um, and then there was just one night where I had such a bad experience that I was like, I fucking hate this. <laughs> and I couldn't do it. I, It was just like, this is not what I wanted to do. And I'm not having any fun. I have to stop this because that's not why I started doing this. And then all of this came to light two weeks later when we were talking about maybe doing it again and then we started talking about the content of comedy mm-hmm. I was doing and I agreed with a lot of things you said um, but it's just funny because clearly we if we talked about it we, we probably would have been more on the same page because I was feeling a lot of those ways but we, it, it ended up being something we really just didn't talk about
0: I mean I also think that there's a part of it that is like it is It's always challenging for men and women because um, the way in which we experience the world is so different that like, I don't know what I don't know about being a man and you don't know what you don't know about being a woman. And then when you, when one of you is white and one of you is black when one of you is straight and the other one is queer, it's like it it can create more areas where we might be indifferent to each other's experience of something, and so for me, it's n- it wasn't just like oh, um. You know, like there was, there were so many layers to kind of like the hurt that I felt about it. um, That, like, for you, you felt uncomfortable with the content because it speaks about people you love. You know, speaks ill about like people. I mean, you you were the father of four girls, very hateful, very hateful towards women, like.
1: Jews towards women towards towards anyone who who isn't like embracing the negativity too. It's like almost like you know. There's such a thing with comedy where it's like, oh, it's all free speech and anti woke and all this bullshit. And there's just so it just felt like there was a lot of hate. And you know that's not all comedy. I'm sure there's plenty of places where. You know, but my experience became, it was overwhelmingly negative.
0: Yeah, but so that's your experience, overwhelmingly negative. But for me, as a woman... it's different. It's like, wow, these are a bunch of people that are just, like, openly spewing hatred of women. And, like, also at a time when, like, women's rights are under attack and being systematically taken away from us. So it's it, you know it's it's also a time of like white supremacy and uh, most of these comedians not all but most of them were white you know young white men talking about you know how uh you know unfair it is that yeah. women are blah 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 it, whatever it, it it's was a lot, lot of incel of, energy
1: a lot of uh, yeah it was it was it was, and it's like you know what the I don't blame all of them for for doing whatever. That's just their worldview, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: But here it is. But, like, so for me, it's just, like, I experience that as, like, hatefulness of who I am. It's not just, like, a distaste for it. Or, you know, like, it's just... It feels so personally offensive.
1: Yeah, and I try not to um, judge too much. But there is a certain level where... It is very hard to... Here's the thing. If you want to tell the jokes, whatever. But for me, it became I'm associated with it, right? So if I just walked in, I would just think that's not funny. I wouldn't laugh at the joke. But then I had to sit there and shake a hand, you know, whatever, and play up that part of it. Um, Because, you know, I was 25 and a guy at one time and bitter... Because it didn't work out for me and women. Like, I understand that energy.
0: Yeah, but just... No, let just, me just finish
1: what <clears throat> I'm saying here, okay? So I'm not saying... That's the same energy that was going on there. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that... Um, you know, I understand why people make certain jokes, right? And they think are funny. But the the problem is, is it becomes... It became very toxic because then it's like... There's a momentum going, and it's almost like be more disrespectful, be more mm. crude, be more because that's where our energy is, and you you didn't find not not a huge shock, you don't find a lot of happy people <laughs> or yeah. feeling happy people doing comedy, so what you get then is a lot of like resentful mm. and negative on a whole other light, like people can't even <clears throat> take compliments because it's such a there's just such a vibe, and it becomes it becomes too much. But so we we've done a lot of talking just on what we thought it was, but like mm-hmm. if you could just break it down exactly what you think that fight was about at the heart of it in like two sentences.
0: Um, for me, like respect and. like partnership
1: yeah i think what that fight was about was
0: or maybe support and partnership yeah
1: and not understanding your partner fully even after 10 years Mm -hmm. i think that's what it was like i would tell you a joke and we've talked about these topics for 10 years.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I think it's also about how like comedy clouds things, right? Because you know how I feel about all these topics, right? You know how I feel about mm-hmm. trans people and um, and, and, and the, the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. and you know, you know how I feel about these things. But when you try to make something funny, it's very easy to go into a lane which is hurtful and trying to get a laugh you will sacrifice some of your integrity to do that because when you're in front of people i
0: I feel like you're not like taking
1: no no what i'm saying is that like that is what comedy does right so like but I, would, I don't
0: feel like like that. You don't know that that's the universal no, experience. No, but no. You okay. can speak from your own experience. Well, that's what I'm saying,
1: right? But no, I've also seen it where people would like <clears throat> you. You go to a place where it's almost like it, it's. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, um, yeah, what I'm saying is that when you try to, I guess you know how I feel about a lot of those topics. But if you try to be funny about yeah. certain topics. Um, even though you know how I feel, Mm -hmm. and even though I'm trying, this is what it is, even though I'm trying to, like, really, I'm trying to, like, say something Mm -hmm. that is actually what I would think is helpful to those communities, Mm -hmm. I'm still using tropes or stereotypes maybe in those ways.
0: Yeah.
1: And even though I'm like, but no, 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 but the butt of the joke Mm -hmm. is the other person, um... It goes to show you, like, the blinders that people have on when they're not part of that community.
0: Well, also, it's also because of your glaring privilege. That's what I mean. That you don't understand what it is to be... Or how it hurts. Exactly. Yeah. That that it gets at the soft, your soft underbelly of, like, the things that bother you about, like... um, you know, and things that get so old because you, you experience them as microaggressions so much. And you're just like, uh, you know, it's kind of like how we'll watch, you know, like, I love the Sopranos. <clears throat> but sometimes it's like, okay, I cannot take any more yeah. David Chase's. Or, But like, ass- even <laughs> on the
1: Sopranos, you'll laugh at a joke that's a homophobic joke. Like... It happens, like when he's like, "Oh, he's half of whatever," you know, like Paulie Walnuts, because you're used to the Paulie Walnuts character, right? So, there's jokes on there that people laugh. But at I'm not laughing
0: about the joke. You no, know,
1: you're laughing about Paulie Walnuts.
0: I'm laughing about the character, exactly the character, yes. right?
1: But, but I think mean, you're that,
0: and you're the character playing my husband. Well, exactly. So, and like, you're held to the but most. But that part was hard. That part yeah. was
1: hard because I'm like, yo, I've heard you laugh at jokes that are maybe insensitive to this area or that area and I'm making the same like it's you know similar thing where it wouldn't be anything egregious but the fact that it landed so different with you because yeah you don't know the comedian you don't know the writer or the actor it's not like your friend or your loved one or your neighbor you're able to you know you have a distance from it
0: yes and also the times we are living in are making certain things just not fucking funny. Like, I don't find culture of hating women while our rights, again, are being systematically dismantled. Like, I don't find these jokes fucking funny right now. To me, it's like if Chris Rock was doing his end bit, during the fucking civil rights movement. Like, if if yeah. that was playing on a TV while people are getting, you know, uh, dogs sicked on them at protests, it's the wrong time for it. And I feel like if ever there's a time for men to stand up for, like, the women in their lives, it's right now. And so in this climate, it feels so different. And yeah. I think that men don't understand that because they are not suffering that at
1: all especially men who have um who don't really have women in their lives to that effect like maybe they only have their mother as a woman in their life and that's no disrespect you know if you're single whatever it is what it is but um like that that was like part of the huge part of the breaking point for me because like you say um it all adds to the energy you know what i you know what i mean like it all adds to the energy so it the energy is part is... of this
0: culture of like hatred of women yeah. and like women's rights are being attacked right now like now's like it's not fucking funny right now yeah. you know um period jokes are not fucking funny right now it's not funny like when you're taking away people's rights to be themselves then you know it's not funny like two men oh i'm gay that's funny like no it's not fucking funny right now yeah no like now's not the time for it but mm-hmm. i wanted to say uh-oh i wanted to ask you okay here okay. we go so
1: now that we've kind of described what our fight was about i think i think, I think <laughs> somewhat 20 I think minutes of like yeah there's a lot in there
0: I feel like it's relatable to people.
1: No, what I'm saying is I feel like that was the fight, though. Like, that's a, like it does take 20 minutes to explain because it was very nebulous. It wasn't, like, a thing. It was yeah. Like, sort it was... of a thing, but related to another thing that was connected to that thing. So, it's all those things.
0: So, what did you learn about me as a result of this fight?
1: Um, probably that you aren't... You didn't think that shit was funny? <laughs> 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 um, no, I mean, it was... I think I learned that I thought I think you had a hard time with the whole thing. And I'm not saying that in any negative way. I think that I learned. That you had a hard time confronting me on something that I truly wanted to do. You know, and I think that was one of the big things. Like, if I had just said this and we were at a table and you and it was something like, I was like, oh, look at this over here.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You, much easier if I'm just talking about a random thing. But I think because it was something I truly wanted, I think you were trying your best not to. I was trying to be supportive. You were trying to be supportive so you just withdrew.
0: So I just. But
1: that felt to me
0: mm-hmm.
1: like, oh, you're not supportive. Not And not that, like, you were throwing water on the fire. Even though there was times where I'd tell you a joke and you were honest with me. Yeah. And I'd be like, okay, fine. Like, you don't think it's funny. That's fine. <laughs> you know? It's not, doesn't work for you. Um And I wasn't mad at you for that. I was never mad at you for that. No, I know. Um, but I do think what I learned is that you, you were trying to be supportive, but you just went about it in a way that, um, Did I stepped away to anything yeah know? like well, it wasn't constructive
0: No, but it was like it was it was it was what I felt I needed to do to be supportive like I felt like okay if I'm gonna be supportive then I'm just I'm just not gonna be able to be very involved because I'm finding this really hurtful. It's
1: like if I started a chapter of the clan you'd be like I can't really get involved. <laughs> Not going to design the uniforms. I'm just going to act like I don't know what's <laughs> sure. really happening right Be now. Be like,
0: oh, you're going to your social club. Yep. Oh, okay.
1: Yep. Um, <laughs> don't come back too late.
0: I think that I learned that.
1: Did I ask you what you learned? Uh, we're, we're both I'm answering. Jok- the I'm question. joking around. It's a joke. Ha ha. So uh, funny. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's what I was dealing with. Anyway, <laughs> um, I think I learned that. Um. Yeah, I mean, I learned. I learned that you cared more about my experience than I trusted you to. Maybe.
1: What does that mean? I don't know if that's a compliment. Or, or, no, I
0: mean, like, I think that or, it was like a failure of trust on my part to just be able to be honest with you from the beginning yeah i do think that i think that i didn't think there was a part of me that wasn't sure if you would take my feelings into account
1: which is strange because we've been together for quite
0: some time but it because it was something that you really wanted yeah. to do i didn't want to even like put that in there because i felt like it's unfair and like one of the vows that we took was to like yeah. support each other no matter, no if, matter we yeah. if we understood the path that the other person was mm-hmm. on or you know supporting each other even if we didn't and so i didn't want to put myself into your thing so but yeah clearly it was a mistake yeah.
1: <laughs> well yeah because i think it's funny because i think like a lot of the feelings that are brewing for me like You know how much I love attention and feeling special and feeling like, so when you really do think about, for me to just be like, fuck this thing, Mm -hmm. it had to be really bothering me.
0: Yeah. But I, but I wanted.
1: So that, like, it's funny, like, I mean, these things that were building up in you were building up in me. Mm -hmm. And if we talked about it, um, like I started disliking who I was becoming.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because I found myself compromising who I was, mm-hmm. which is something I try to never do. And I was doing it. So, like, if we, if you talked about it four months earlier, we probably would have never got to that point because I would be like, yeah, you know what? It's actually been dragging me down. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, like, because it was, like, around December, I was like, I don't know. Um,
0: That's when I came up with the idea for co Yeah, co because
1: I, I felt like I had a hard time continuing doing it, and... Um, but even
0: that was not enough. That
1: was not enough, like, because I had two more people lined up, and one of the persons I had lined up was, like, a super <coughs> fucking asshole. Like, mm. I'm not going to mention anybody, but... Like I said, they're not listening anyway. I'm out of the <laughs> cult now. <laughs> so but like that was gonna be one of the people who was the next people. Mm-hmm. And I was like, What am I doing? Giving the saying talk for two hours.
0: Oh yeah. Alright. Yeah. Um, how would you describe my fighting style? Uh
1: like um jujitsu but with knives. I don't know. No, um I would say your fighting style is Ugh, oh, it's fucking... It's too intense. It's too intense. It's, um... It's... You feel it. It's very, um... It's very evident when you're not happy. <laughs> um, but, like... You know... You can also... At times... Just you can say dickish things sometimes you know but not like horrible but just like (laughs) dickish in the way in which you say them like no do whatever you want or whatever and it's like i think that's a good thing a lot of women say though i don't want to just pin that on every woman but i've heard that before like no do what you want is like a thing some people say um but no it's like it's yeah it's it's, maybe
0: they say it because a lot of men are
1: yeah, but, like, the do-whatever-you-want thing is such, like, a, it's such, like, a fucking, it's, like, the opposite of what you're wanting to say. You, you know, just say the thing you want to say instead well, of saying the thing we're gonna attitude.
0: attitude. Oh, okay. Instead of saying that now, I will replace that with, hey, selfish motherfucker. Change something about yourself. This is what you want!
1: Yeah. No. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, that's, like, you're very intense and, um...
0: Alright I have intense fighting style I would say your fighting style mm, is I don't even want to know hmm, I wouldn't say you're a verbal assassin Although you no. can get Quite nasty But yeah. generally speaking You just respond to the last thing That you heard me say <laughs> Which sometimes is You always think I'm not weird.
1: listening And I think that's because you're He's also not, not listening, listening So <laughs> You're not really getting what I'm saying You always think somebody's not listening And I'm clearly listening because it's silly to not be listening at that point um
0: all right do you remember our first fight
1: i would say i think so but i don't know what was it about i would say it was probably rest in peace to my man jack bennett uh (laughs) we were at a holiday party and i felt like no
0: that wasn't our first fight
1: Okay, well, well, let me tell what I thought I was first. Oh, was sorry. Like, tell me.
0: Sorry. Well, well, but
1: this isn't. Is, was this, this the correct? No, this me? isn't the newlyweds yeah. game. No no no, no. no, no, no. What I'm saying, this isn't the correct me bit. This oh, is sorry. the ask me a question and let me answer it bit. Okay, sorry. Are you gonna fight right now? Um, <laughs> no, I. Th- to my knowledge, I think it was like, it was at a holiday party. We worked at a place called People Inc. <laughs> and I felt you weren't paying enough attention to me. You were talking to our boss, and not in any way of like flirting or anything. I just felt like you weren't talking to me enough. And I got really, I felt like I got really salty about that. Oh, no, I think I know what our first fight is. Can I go back? Mm-hmm. It's when uh, we were working with a person and they were in a domestic violence relationship. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay.
0: Uh, Do you want me to give you a hint?
1: No, just tell me, because I really thought, like, I thought I caught the thing.
0: It was because um, Mike had gotten into a fight with a guy, and you Uh, had gotten, yeah.
1: Yeah. uh. See? Yeah, yeah, but that wasn't a fight fight. That was like a, that was like.
0: That was our our first fight.
1: Because a friend of mine traveled (laughs) from New Jersey to smack somebody in the face, and I went with him. And then we walked home from a bar in New Paltz. Because we didn't want the cops to find us. Uh, Was it worth it? Yes, it was worth every moment of it. It was a good time. Um, The guy was a douchebag. The guy was a true douchebag. He was a DJ. And uh, he deserved a smack. What
0: would you say is the hot button issue in our relationship?
1: Hot button issue? What's that supposed to mean?
0: Something that will definitely, like always, if we talk about it, it's going to turn to a fight. Uh...
1: I feel like okay, this might go left, but whatever I feel like um I don't think there's like it's not like money I think we're gotten to a better point with money
0: mm-hmm.
1: even though we could do better, but I think we got to a better point with mm-hmm. money um it's not family stuff because I think we agree on all my fucked up family and all our <laughs> fucked up family members like mm-hmm. I think we're all on the same page um a lot of times it's cleaning. Like, cleaning is such a huge part of it. You feel that I could do more with cleaning. And I agree. It's not like you're wrong. I'm not... I, I don't... It's not like much of a fight.
0: I would definitely say that that's <coughs> cleaning. That's but Attention. I feel like
1: it's like a, a fabricated one.
0: Oh, my gosh. Let's see. No, no, this no, is no, how on. it turns uh, to Right.
1: But fight. I also think... I also think... Um, yeah... Yeah, I think it's... If anything, it would be cleaning, probably. But I still don't think it's a real thing. Like, I feel like it's something you you, you find a way to get upset about.
0: Fuck you, you selfish motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. You asked for this. I know. I didn't ask for this. You no, for remember this? two minutes ago when you said... You shouldn't just say, just do it. Oh, you should okay, say yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. you. So there you go. Yeah, hey, you, up you, you dog selfish shit motherfucker. for
1: like 30 minutes today. Badly.
0: Anyway... All
1: right, we're gonna play the newlywed game. This is how we're gonna end. Hold oh, no, on, hold on, no! Can we do a? Uh, we, we're only at thirty five minutes. So I want to. We're gonna. T- this
0: is gonna take take.
1: No, what? I want to do. I want to do the um the, the unpaid ad? ads. Oh, I got something oh, to do. I'll start with that. Welcome to unpaid ads, where we do ads for things that don't pay us, but we truly enjoy. So, my ad. I uh, recently purchased a video game called WWE, ah, WWE 2K23. I've only been playing it for maybe an hour and a half, but already I've got great vibes. Okay, The character creation is great. The GM mode is awesome. The gameplay is very responsive. Um, if I ever buy a game at full price, you know it's probably pretty good. So I think it's great. might have to update you at a later time. Played it for about an hour. Really, really enjoying it. Um, so yes... If you're a gamer and you like wrestling, uh, that's a, that's one to pick up. Now, to my wife, do you have anything you want to plug that is uh, on your mind?
0: No. Oh, come on. I think that, that was something. enough for everyone.
1: What about that ice cream over there?
0: No. So.
1: <laughs> we need to have two. That's the rule. We
0: don't need to have two. That was a very long one. The sponsors want two. No. Anyway, we're going to end with the newlywed game.
1: You sure this is going to take a while?
0: Yeah. Okay. All right. Who would I say... Who... i uh, sorry. Who would I say? <laughs> who would you say is the better catch? You or me?
1: Um, you. I'm, I got a lot of issues. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm a good guy, too. But I would say you're a better catch.
0: Who would I say is the better catch?
1: You. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> I wrote,
0: you'll say me and... And you'll say that I would say me, too. Yeah,
1: and what do you say?
0: Me. Okay, of Obviously. course you do. All right.
1: Very humble. My wife is extremely humble. <clears throat> Something I learned very early on.
0: Your spouse has the day off in an empty house. How do they spend the... How would you spend the day first? Are you
1: asking, like, what I do? You, yeah, what would you, you, you do? what I do.
0: And what would I do?
1: Uh. Empty, uh no one's in the house. Mm-hmm. And it's just me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would probably play video games, watch YouTube, and masturbate. hmm And what would you do? You would probably watch TV, like some crime documentaries, probably smoke marijuana, and uh, you'd probably order food or something.
0: Mm. That's like, that's, that's, like, pretty good. I think we're pretty close. So I wrote... Um, that you would say playing video games and drinking beer yeah also jerking off <laughs> Jerk- but yeah. I don't think he'll say that but I was wrong about that no
1: you're totally wrong
0: and I wrote for mine that's I scary. wrote getting stone crafting while watching something grim yeah. and cleaning
1: yeah see I wasn't so, going to put so pretty the close
0: pretty close I was going
1: to put the cleaning because that's like really you didn't you're going to clean cleaning. on a free day I mean the, I, I know was- you probably but like if you had a full day where you didn't have to worry about nothing that's I'm also imagining it's a perfect situation. That's
0: not the perfect. Anyway, what is the one thing that you own that I would love to get rid of? Hmm.
1: Uh, Mommy issues.
0: Um.
1: (laughs) Just joking around. Um, One thing I own that you would love to get rid of. Yep. Red sweatpants.
0: Red sweatpants! <laughs> well, I have three
1: pairs now. All right. What I'm just I- going to keep multiplying. But <laughs> what is the one thing that... Hold on. That's what I think.
0: Yeah. It was just like what I would... S- what? Okay. How
1: What does that you work? would say...
0: You were H- Hold on. Can then- I
1: say what I own, what you own that I'd like to get rid of?
0: Yeah, if you want to.
1: Okay. Let me think. Um, what would I like to get rid of that you have? Uh... Incense. Fucking, I hate the smell of incense. Yep. And it makes me sneeze. And like you put it on, I start sneezing and smelling shit that I don't like oh. to smell. So, yeah, incense.
0: Okay. What is something that always makes you laugh?
1: Hmm. Always makes me laugh. Hold on. You laugh or me laugh? You. I have to answer that? What always Babe, makes Babe,
0: what is something... That always makes. Isn't it only
1: one game? To the other, yes. The, what the spouse does? Um, what always makes me laugh? Uh, oh shit! That video of the kangaroo getting in the yes! face. <laughs> yes, yes, I vibe. I have the kangaroo
0: getting punched in yes, the face. That video. video.
1: I swear to God, I want to change my ad. If you've never seen that video. <laughs> YouTube put, like, kangaroo fist fight person.
0: Man saves dog. Literally one of the funniest
1: pieces of video ever recorded. And you have to look at the kangaroo's face. that's the thing that does it for me. He looks legitimately shocked when he gets punched. (laughs) Which I've never seen an animal have such a human reaction. It's been amazing.
0: All right. What is my biggest fear?
1: Um, Biggest fear? Mm Mm-hmm your biggest fear is uh i think i know this and i have to give it give me a second though because i have to really like go through my brain no you're I'm supposed
0: not. to just say what kind no of i know but
1: I'm, i know it's a thing and i'm trying to get to it um it's it has something to do with i want to think it has something to do with dying and then the kids being taken care of or something like that
0: that used to that used to be I know, my fear. but I Now know. the kids are, are a little older, so it's not as big. I know fear. it used to be. Uh, okay, so anyway, what Tr- is Trump me- being reelected? So that one we got, we said different things. I wrote something happening to one of the kids. All uh, right, what is your biggest fear?
1: Uh, getting some type of disease, like getting some type of terminal, just not like like dying and not being there for the kids. Like that's all.
0: This is what I wrote. Well, <laughs> Cancer. Yeah. But you're too superstitious to say that. Exactly. So you'll say not living long <laughs> enough to see the girls grow yeah. up. <laughs> it's true. It's absolutely
1: true. Because if I say it, well, then magically something will happen within my body.
0: And with that, no, that's been... No, no,
1: no, no, no. Hold on. We're at 42 minutes. 42 fi- minutes is 50. just five. Hold on. 54, five, six... So, thank you for joining us. Thank
0: you. All right, bye
1: bye.
0: (laughs)